Yo, 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 what's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 91 on people versus metrics. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast. I'm your boy, Kai Speaks, and this is your guide to accumulating abundance in your life and the only place for tips and tricks on identifying your passions and attracting opportunities to make a living while living your dreams. I am so excited. First, I must apologize because, guys, I was wrong. I was wrong. And I remember we had an episode where we talked about metrics and we talked about the importance of KPIs. And I'm not going to say I was 100 percent wrong because, of course, these things are important. Right. So don't get me wrong by saying I was wrong because you still want to track your KPIs. You still want to set some type of goals for yourself and treat your activities and your performance like a contact sport or like all sports. Right. And give yourself those different goals and in those those metrics and those standards that you should be striving to achieve on a consistent basis. Right now, when I say that I was wrong, when I say that I was wrong, I don't mean that I was wrong for saying that KPIs are important. I was wrong for saying that KPIs were the most important thing for success. Right. And um, as I think about it, guys, really. And I got this from the, the Bigger Pockets podcast on real estate, right? I was listening to Brandon and, and Dave. They were there having a conversation and Dave had mentioned uh, they were doing a Q&A and Dave had mentioned something about, you know, the metrics and how the metrics can provide uh, some type of uh, a sense of false security. Right. A false sense of security. Right. Thinking that uh, you, you don't as a business owner or as an entrepreneur or as an entrepreneur, you don't want to become comfortable because you have now the, you have these metrics established that now you can take your foot off the gas because these metrics are established and they, they, they seem to be providing some type of consistency because what's going to happen when you get the slightest bit of a uh, situation or circumstance that is out of your control, right? Other people and, and, and things like that, then those metrics kind of dwindle down naturally because of these unforeseen circumstances. So, he was talking about how one thing that no one can ever take away. Right. And this, this is not just for him, but this is for all of us. Right. One thing that someone can never take away are your reserves, your savings. Right. What you have in the bank. You control that ultimately. Right. You spend what you choose to spend and you save what you choose to save. And you make the decisions ultimately on where your money goes. Right. With with understanding that. You should now know that it's the people. That really. Provide the most security, you as a person to provide the most security for yourself by protecting your reserves. When you make money, you spend your money wisely and you figure out ways that you can make more money. Going back to having those conversations on how to get more and. I really wanted to to really harp on the people part of it because, you know, in business, whether it's a, a thriving business, a Fortune 500 business, uh, a startup company. Right. The more successful businesses have a model that put the people first. Right. And this is especially true for startup companies because, you know, I work heavily in one as we speak. And what I'm learning is 
the more effort and the more energy we put back, we put into giving back to the people that that drive the business, the better the business performs and the better the business performs, the more money we make to put into the reserves. And so the business can then thrive and make decisions more comfortably and things like that. Right. Is it we have the metrics so that people can kind of. Uh, of keep score of their performance and they have something to like show off their work. But ultimately those people, despite those, cause you got to think about it. If you have metrics, cool, but there's no use of metrics to kind of give to people to kind of follow when they don't feel good in their position. Right. When they feel like that they're, they're, you know, they're being dragged along uh, for this, for this ride. They don't really know where they can add value. They don't really know where they stand. They don't really have a, a, a a plan for how long they plan on staying here and what they plan on getting out of this experience. Right. So when you don't, when you don't line people up, when you don't line the people up to, to have those thoughts and, and understand where they fit into the equation, you giving the metrics is really just giving them concise instructions on how to do a job, but not how to make the job better or more suited for anybody, whether they're in that role or, or they get promoted out of that role to, to kind of like innovate that position. Right. And this is more so true in startup companies than those companies like Coca-Cola and Pepsi that have been, you know, around, like they already have, they already, they they already made their money and they have their money tied up in things to where they can guarantee they they know what they're going to make on the monthly make on a monthly basis. So and that, that's why when you get into those entry levels, it's kind of like this is really just a job because, you know, they already kind of got those things figured out. But when you run in a startup company, things are a little bit differently. Things are a little bit more fickle and a little bit unpredictable. So you really want to focus on the people. Over the metrics. And again, don't get me wrong. You want to have metrics. You want to provide processes and systems that is going to give a person that structure so that they can at least be equipped on how to do a good job in whatever their role is. But once they have that, those metrics, these KPIs, once they have these things that they should kind of be keeping in the back of their mind to kind of let them know, hey, you're performing well. Now you must focus on the person. Now you must focus on giving back to them to make sure that they're going to continue to uh, to thrive and grow in this position. Now, with that being said, guys, we're going to take a small little break and come right back after this. What's going on, millionaires? You can now join my free private group of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs alike to network with five figure monthly earners for innovative online marketing tools and sales tactics to five times or 10 times your monthly revenue for free. This way, you can now focus on investing more of your money into your business and more time in your transition from part time side hustler to full time boss. Text hustle to five, six, one, nine, two, three, zero, seven, nine, eight to receive your free invite code. That's hustle. H-U-S-T-L-E to five, six, one, nine, two, three, zero, seven, nine, eight to receive your free invite code. Peace. All right, I'm back and I got to keep it a buck with y'all, man. That shameless plug 
was due to the fact that I, my phone was ringing in my ear and I had no idea on how to stop it. So I just had to do what I I had to just bail out, you know, see you after the break. But we are back now. And where we left off is we were talking about how people are really the main focus over the metrics, especially if you're starting a new bit, if you're starting a new business um, and you're an entrepreneur and your your business is relied um, is reliable on your abilities to network. Um, and, and the key here is going to be that focus, right? Focus on building strong, genuine relationships, because the more that you focus on that, it will, it will just present you, um, with great opportunities for growth. All right. Cause oftentimes when meeting new people, we focus on the external, right? The performance, the, the KPIs, the metrics, what have you done? Right. And, and, and less of the internal, what do you have going on? How can I help? What, what, what do you need? Right. But if we just shift the focus from external to internal, you know, this method of net networking is going to prove to be much more efficient than the other, because that one doesn't that way doesn't promote the building of genuine relationships. Now, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into what I mean by that, because. I started watching a, a series on Netflix with Alana called Love is Blind not too long ago. And this kind of, you know, is the inspiration, um, partly the inspiration behind this. It, it It's a bit overdramatic, right? Because it is a reality TV show at the end of the day. However, it does have some pretty significant lessons on, you know, getting to know a person, right? In general, it's based on a solid concept of getting to know a person internally before you actually know them externally, which is why it's called Love is Blind. So they take a group of women that have access to each other in a women's quarters and and the same for for the men. The opposite sex cannot see each other and can only communicate it during a certain time in which the individuals partake in blind dating, like extreme blind dating. But. So they're sitting in this confessional type room and it's called pods. And throughout this time, everyone has the opportunity to chat with everyone, of course. And at the end of it all, some actually become married couples. Crazy, right? Now, again, it's much more dramatic than I explained because it is a reality TV show. But I was truly amazed at the concept, right? Because how could one propose to another solely based off of emotional connection? So watching this show was just the perfect segue into, you know, talking about what we're talking about, which is focusing on people, right? Focusing on the internal. Imagine if we could all take and apply this concept to our daily interactions with new people on a day to day and consistent basis. What if we blinded ourselves and stopped taking a person in at face value? What if we stopped making assumptions of a person based on their appearances? Right. I believe that we would have a much easier time developing strong mutual relationships with people, thus expanding our network exponentially. Right. Let let me stress the importance of the phrase innocent until proven guilty. You have to go into it being honest and truthful and very truthful to yourself, to be quite frank. And and if I'm being honest, you know, being truthful about yourself to the other and expect them to do the same for you. Most people who are always, you know, expecting that somebody's lying to them is is usually the person that lies to other people, right? But if you t- if you're a, a trustworthy and, and very honest person, you don't really assume that people are not honest to you until they give you a reason. 
So that's the kind of mindset that you should be, you know, shifting towards. Again, the worst thing that you can do is have a negative outlook and assume that everyone lies to you about who they are. That's usually never the case. And what I've noticed is that the people adopt that mindset that are usually, again, the ones lying to themselves. So be honest with yourself. Be honest about who you are and what you have and develop a genuine relationship today. So the more you become in tune with this concept, guys, of building relationships and focusing on people first based on their eternal internal values, you will apply active listening. And this is something that comes out and comes up in the Million Dollar Mind podcast consistently active listening to the formula of building relationship that either it becomes to learn and understand the dreams and goals of the people that you interact with daily. So if you start a new company or start a new business and you start bringing on people to work with you internally and at close quarters on a day to day basis, focus on them. Focus on the people, focus on what their dreams and aspirations are so that you can kind of create a way that they can obtain that while helping you achieve what you're trying to achieve with the growth of your business. Right. Makes sense. It's like a fair trade. It's like a concession. You give me this and I will give you that. So becoming an individual that doesn't just, you know, um, that doesn't just know, but also understands what people's goals are and offers genuine advice and support on how that person can accomplish those goals. You start to add tremendous value in other people's lives. And what I'm learning about life is people surround themselves with people who can add value to their lives. And, and when we do find ourselves that we're spending or consuming too much of our time with people that don't add any value, it doesn't feel good. And it, and it usually has a, a negative reaction where we can shut down. You end up burning bridges. You get into huge fall offs with people. And, you know, no one has time for any of that. We're trying to we're we are on the path to abundance. We are trying to accumulate abundance and more. We don't have time to be losing and harping on past and regret and whatever else comes with those types of fallouts. So still, you should avoid these nice gestures uh, if your purpose is to get something in return. You should do things with the with the intent to add value, even if you don't see a return on your end right away. Right. It is okay to expect nothing. Denzel Washington said it best. And I believe that this really embodies the person that I've become over over the years as well. He said the most selfish thing that you can do. Is help someone else. Right. Why is that the most the most selfish thing that you can do? Because when you do good for other people, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. And then you want to talk about it. You want to talk about the, the good deed that you did for this person. Right. Who when was the last time you donated? Um, more than a dollar to, you know, to someone homeless. And especially if you didn't really have a dollar to give, but you just gave it because you was feeling good that day, right? You most likely going to talk about that. So that's what he means by, you know, doing good for others and helping other people is one of the most selfish things that we can do because most of the times we do it just to have that feeling like we're doing something. Just to have that feeling and just to talk to other people about how we did something good. Why do you see all the why 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 do you think all the time, you know, now it's become this thing on social media where people are like documenting them doing acts of kindness to the homeless and and feeding the homeless and providing these care packages. You see people going on Instagram to kind of document this. It's because that helping people, sometimes it provides this selfish. Now, I'm not saying be that selfish because, you know, quite frankly, I'm not I'm not really a a fan of it unless you like a nonprofit that's trying to scale and, you know, increase your outreach even more. 
I understand why you document certain things like that in the programs and, you know, initiatives that you have and you have to offer. But a lot of people, you know, really just kind of doing it just to kind of, you know, get some views and, you know, get some traffic to their pages and things like that. And that's that's just kind of corny, if I'm being honest. Right. So going the extra mile for your people and making sure that they have the resources they need to be successful. That's what it is all about. That's what we're talking about, about people over the metrics is going that extra mile for your people, no matter what, making sure that if they come to you with a, with a problem, you are trying your best to provide them with a solution and keeping that open ear in mind to suggestions and new solutions. Because as I stated before, you, you can learn something from everybody. You can't learn everything from one person, but you can learn something from everybody. So keep your eyes, your ears and your mind open to feedback and solutions that come from people that you even, you know, brought in as employees or, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. You're not just because you're the boss. You don't know everything. <laughs> you don't know everything. So with that being said, guys, thanks for tuning into the Million Dollar Mind podcast. I'm your host, Kai Speaks, and this is your guide to accumulating abundance in your life. Now, if you are looking for off market real estate, because I know that this has been something that we've we kind of touched on recently as well with this seller's market and really people struggling to find the real estate opportunities that they that they that they need. So what is the power of off market opportunities? Just off market just means just that it's not on the MLS it's not on Zillow. Not a lot of people have access to it. So it's higher chances of closing on off market properties right now than ever before. If you are looking for qualified off market deals at a wholesale price, I want you guys to visit www.driveassetssales.com slash property so where you can subscribe and get new deals sent to you on a daily basis that you can look at you can see pictures you can look at comps you can analyze the deals you can see if it works for you and if it does you can call in to get more information and how you can gain access to put in an offer and guys the best thing about it is it is no extra cost to you you're practically now getting leads to off-market opportunities that will make you and earn you some extra passive income or even if you're just looking, you know, to save on, you know, your own personal house, that's helpful as well. So again, visit www.driveassetsales.com slash property and call in about any property at 404-737-6929. All right, guys, I'm out. Just remember to keep focus, build momentum and drive results so that you can live a Hey guys, so thanks to you all, the Million Dollar Mind podcast has went global. The number one passion and attraction podcast in the world right now, with huge support from the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Tanzania, and of course the United States. With this accomplishment, we are getting bigger and better than ever. Now that said, we are soon incorporating video production and YouTube platform to the show so you guys can witness the podcast in full effect. You can now become a supporter of the Million Dollar Mind podcast by visiting the link in the description below. Share your support with me via email and you will receive a free gift. Tis the season to give. Peace.